0: to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 32. So when last we left you, you had been loathed into the Centaur tribe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you had met Akora Silverfire, their priestess of, pe- of peacetime. Yep. Um, and I believe you were then... You'd been dropped back at barn, back in that barnhole hex. hmm Which I now have a map of actual hexes. Mm-hmm. And then were more or less proceeding to wander off blindly into the wilderness?
1: Well, not really blindly but following
0: a master plan and a strategy. Mm-hmm. Carefully thought out never in every detail.
1: Well possibly not quite that, but um I had a vague notion of where to start off.
0: You were moving in a direction.
1: Mm-hmm. I wish to begin by exploring, you know, Van Holt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm seeing we're standing here and all Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, to what purpose
1: um fundamentally to market as explored on my map
0: right if that's all you're aiming for you can simply do so okay Mm -hmm. you have been through and around the areas of barnhole enough at this point that you have done so okay cool yeah that's why I'm checking are you trying to interact with the city or are you just trying to explore the hex yeah Mm
1: -hmm. Okay then I wish to sorry my thing E for exploring. Um basically um establish a um clear route back out. Yeah. So I want to um head back to um c5 and explore that x yep okay so
0: these immediate ones that you have the map of are um pretty quick to explore because some of this work has already been done for you by barn cool you're less exploring the entire thing from top to bottom and more confirming that the maps and notes that barnhole has are still valid because cool. they might not be if, say, monsters have moved back into the area or weird mystic out of dark hoodoo has occurred or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, however, you explore it pretty quickly. You find the mountain. You find the river moving down through it, which I don't know if I drew on the map or not. You did not. Mm-hmm. I can doodle a river. Well, you can, especially going from top to bottom. Top to bottom? Uh, yeah, sort of... Uh, I should put a um, compass on here.
1: North,
0: east. South. West. See a sort of northwest top going
1: to um, south bottom?
0: Yep. Yeah. Just around the middle of the hex is the Holt Parts. Yep. which of course has the watchtower that is still pretty much sitting
1: exactly where you left it yep mm-hmm. okay that's fine yep mark that as explored. and continuing on this vein exploring the um, B5 grassland hex mm-hmm. if there is anything nasty in these hexes I'm going to be taking this road back and forth a lot. I want to know about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Indeed, you are slammed by a dire wolverine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or something. What's mm-hmm. on uh, No, you will see. Signs around, and you've now actually spent enough time with the sentinels to recognise if the horses are unshod, they're probably sentor tracks instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you explore that
1: hex. Cool. That is grassland. So, how much are we talking about time-wise here for each of these semi-explored hexes? Like a day. Sweet. So, one, two, three. And we'll keep going and explore, um.
0: Because for something like the one with Van Holt Parson and C5, you know, Van's notes and maps basically say large chunks of this are, um, difficult to cross mountainous terrain.
1: Yeah. Um... So, and then finishing up by exploring A5, yep. not as in that's we're done, and but as in we're following that route.
0: and Peak is marked on your map, isn't it? Yes, it's okay. um. Because among other things, when you start exploring B5, you can see it. Yeah. It's a big mountain. Yeah. It's not hard to see. Mm-hmm. And A5? Yep. You find the same. Cool.
1: All right, so we have a safe road in and out of the hex, which I wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll then retrace our steps a bit. Yep. Um, to C5 and heads down into the Into sorry, C6, which has is a mount which I know is mountains and has rivers flowing into it, two rivers flowing into it. Uh, yes yes I
0: see what. Oh that is one Bartholter's Mart, so that's going to be two days worth of exploring. Oh, okay. Um, it is basically heavily mountained. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So you are having to do a lot of climbing up and down. Yep. Um, you're, with your horses, you can get the horses up there, but you've you know got to find appropriate uh, plains and hills and that sort of thing. Yeah. Areas they can actually go up and down. And you explore it, and what you find is it is mountainous. There are two rivers moving into it, um, both of which die out in this hex without touching each other.
1: Uh, Yep. I have one of them drawn in. I will draw the other one in.
0: The way is presumably under the mountains.
1: (laughs) And that's it? There's nothing else in this hex? That's
0: nothing. There's nothing else in this hex.
1: Okay. Alright. Then I want to go east into D6. Yep. And take a look at the Spriggan Caves area. Yep. So, same amount of days again. Yep. Okay, and
0: looking around uh, this is extraordinarily easy to find because you have literally have a map of the area. Yep. Um, you find the hidden Spriggan Cave. Yep. Um, and there is basically a large cave there with four or five caverns coming off it. Um, it is actually somewhat hidden and somewhat difficult to see, but you already know where it is. Um, when you head in, it looks like there was an actual complex in here at some point. It, it's now been largely cleared. You'd find the old scraps and rags and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, there is a plaque that has actually been erected in the first room that says the same thing in Teldane and then again in uh, Sylvan, um, which says, uh, these, are, these are the Kolchek Caves. Um, we, the people of the Varnling host, slew Agai the Spriggan leader here in a date that's uh, a bit over three years ago at this point, around the Kingdom Settling time waiting maybe four years at this point. But but you know I mean Yeah yeah. Um any any
1: who
0: any any who come after any who come after him, if you wish to deal in peace, approach Barnhold. If you wish to deal in if you wish to deal in war, we will be ready for any Fay who come calling.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well that's probably gonna upset tristan a little bit.
0: Well as in you know, Farns left a message saying, Hey, yeah. if you've come to check out the dead spriggins, you know, if you want to talk peace, you can come and get us. Yeah. If you want revenge, we'll kill you. Yeah. Go away. Yeah. Interested size. You know, if I'd been on this expedition with them, I'm sure we could have raised peace with them. I mean, sure, Spriggins are largely inclined to evil in, in all its forms, but, but these could have been talked round to the benefits of joining the farming hosts.
1: So Springham's generally kind of evil then?
0: Yeah, they're one of those... Um, they're, they're not naturally chaotic evil.
1: That's just most of them tend to be. Yeah,
0: in the same way that quicklings, it's it's not a racial thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not born evil like demons. They just almost invariably they they become are. so.
1: Yeah. Okay, and that's what we find in that?
0: Uh, Springham's incidentally been, if, if you care, a little little failures, size of gnomes, that can turn into giants.
1: Cool. Good to know. These are big, big cabins. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, and next, that's it? You explore well, that hex. Oh, okay. Alright. And we will continue south into D7. Out of the more heavily Vaan-oriented areas. Mm-hmm. Into the things not marked on the map. Okay. Uh, so
0: this is mountainous, and ergo, it will take you several days to explore. Yeah. Um, it is six days for an unexplored mountain.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, that's worth knowing. have to on.
0: go up and down. And, and, up, up, and up and down. down and down. and if, up and down. If you could fly permanently or something, it might be a different story.
1: So once we get Tristan's really high-end Phantom Steeds? Yes.
0: yeah. Well, at the moment, you are massively slowing Tristan down in the exploring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you were both on Phantom Steeds, then you'd be through it in, in moments. Yeah. Um... Although I'd, I'd still probably penalise you because no
1: matter how fast the horse goes, it is so fast you can explore the area. Yeah, yeah. Well, at this stage, the horse doesn't do any. It, the horse is just four times as fast. It doesn't do any magical yeah. t- difficult terrain crossing.
0: Uh, it does, in fact it crosses it crosses difficult terrain normally. Oh, right. It so doesn't. It can't climb, however. If yeah. you merely cross like swamp and mud and that kind of thing, yeah. It can either. It, and, then it and then it goes to walking on water. Then it goes to walking
1: that goes to flying. Okay. So, so this is
0: heavily mountainous.
1: Yep. So should I cross those six days off? Yes, you should. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, that didn't sound right. My goodness, this is going to take, this is going to slow us down.
0: Yep. Mountains. Yep. Lots and lots of mountains. Um. And Okay, you're all good. All right. Uh, You can see down to the, um, what is that now, the southwest of of this sort of, the west and southwest of this sort of area, there is a big lake filling multiple hexes. Cool. Um, When the sun comes up over it, it glints very silvery in the morning. It is presumably Lake Silverstep.
1: Yeah. So that's to the southeast?
0: That is to the southwest.
1: Southwest. Oh, okay. Alright. All right.
0: You can't tell from this height what you're looking at exactly which hex it's in and where and that sort of thing, but it's big. Yep. Bigger than um, bigger than the tusk water that you have in your kingdom.
1: Cool. Yeah Noted it very lightly on the map as being in this sort of generally area, possibly. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we explore that hex? Yep. Alright. So, let's go a bit cautiously and not press ourselves too far in, we'll um, head across to C7.
0: Yep. Okay, so pass me your map. I will doodle the lake edge on there. Sure. Rather than try and describe the curves around here. this hex is actually primarily water.
1: Ah. Alright, so we won't actually be able to explore that unless we come back with a boat.
0: Nope, because you don't have magic war walking
1: horses. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: However, you will find, actually find stuff in it anyway. the depends that you are exploring. So the
1: um the, the top that...
0: The top stretches land.
1: Cool. So, yep. So I can only begin exploring that. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Um, By the edge of the mountain where you are coming down towards the lake, um, you can smell a very slight sulphurous smell in the air. It's nowhere near as bad as the mud pool that had the tendriculus in it. It's just that that light sulphur. And there is this long stretch of lakeshore that is bubbling mud. The air is quite hot and steamy. It's definitely not... um, It's not noxiously unpleasant. It's thick and muggy, but it's not burning and choky. Yeah. And Tristan looks smug in his finery as he sits upon his magic horse that walks across the mud no problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Your horse bogs down and starts going half the speed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Oh, duh! Can you roll me a knowledge nature check, Tristan? Succeeds by mm-hmm. <clears throat> at, at least twenty points. <laughs> Thirty-seven on his knowledge nature check. Oh, okay, There's twenty on the dice. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll sort of reach down off the horse with a flask and scoop some of the mud up and sort of shake it around, pour some water, and then look at it. Interesting. Well, it's it's very minimal mineral rich. I mean. We could actually really mine this. Get the get the good get the sluice the good minerals out. Well, not we. Sorry, someone some Varn could actually mine this, sluice the good minerals out. It's it would be quite valuable, I
1: think. Cool. So mineral shore. Mud flats. Mud mud flats. But yes, they're full of minerals. Cool. So. That's just along the edge of the lake, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's a long stretch. This is like a couple of miles worth Look,
1: of this. Cool, I've got that on there. Um And um okay, will say Varnhold's gonna be in pretty poor shape we're even assuming we get everyone back, okay. There's um what we're doing out here, it's primarily to get Vaughn back, of course, but um when he, we, we do manage to get it back safely. We can give them these maps and the like. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. And I'm hoping we can give them the gift of a better and more lasting peace with the centaurs, even if it means dealing the Norman Heights to them. I think it's they need they need to know they can call that land their own if they're ever going to have a proper peace with humans. But hopefully, we can make things a little better there as well.
0: So I think. We're making progress with the Centaurs. It's just a matter of time before we. Do do you
1: hear something? Mm -hmm.
0: Do you hear something?
1: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Roll me a listen check. hears it after a Uh... (laughs) bit. That's good. 11.
1: No. With my new Mighty. Yeah.
0: So you're listening to Tristan. T- you're talking to Tristan about this, and you can hear from the mud around you, which means nothing to you because the mud is bubbling. Yeah. The yeah. mud has been bubbling yeah. since you got in here. It makes squelchy noises under your horse. It makes squelchy noises as birds land on it. It makes a lot of squelchy noises generally.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. However, it's making more than a few squelchy noises at this uh, point. Mm. Um. And at some point you think, gosh, that's a lot of squelching, and you look around, and the mud is surrounding you. Oh, okay. And when you look again, it is in fact going... And there are things coming out of the mud. They look vaguely like people. They have arms, legs, a head, a vague melting face, and a lot of crap like rocks and branches and things like that just kind of stuck in them at random. Mud men! Mud men, okay. Um, and they blurk up around you, their sort of faces dripping and flowing and okay. <laughs> at you, and then being hurling mud at you. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, hot, hard, big chunks of mud.
1: Yeah. They are attacking you. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And we will go to initiative and in the mud
1: grid map.
0: <laughs> now, if you could get out all of our mud man Right,
1: yep. Obviously, really. How many do you need? Hmm?
0: Uh. No.
1: Twelve. Okay, here you go. That's yeah, one. Huh,
0: huh? <laughs> Yeah, the snakes or something. could probably do nicely. Yeah, yeah, I'm just looking for vaguely muddy.
1: Here we have shadow. The fire. Fire elemental. The mud men. Then, yeah, let's go snake. There's lots of snakes. Alright, so that's two. Eight. Well, we really have a fuck ton of these fingers snakes.
0: Yeah, yeah, wizards gave them away for years free, remember? Right, yeah. Every time we went to a con we got another finger snake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're not even as cool as these little cobbery ones. Flaming snakes. Hmm? I,
0: I kind of like them, though. You can never have too many snakes.
1: I see your point. I love Kaolin's mini now. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. There's Tristan's book guy yeah. We'll hop off the map out of your way so you can draw some mudflats.
0: Uh, I'm actually not drawing anything. Ah, okay.
1: Yep, don't worries. So this is presumably difficult terrain for people who don't have magic horses. Correct.
0: So, what the area that you are in is just this big, flat stretch of mud. You know, it's boggy and it's boily, but it's not like there are big individual pools or anything like that. So the whole map is pretty much... Mud. Yeah. It's not featureless terrain because it's the mud, but...
1: That you're not going to draw mud. No. Yeah. Right, of course, our horses.
0: Yep. So you're interested in more or less
1: riding along, and... The mud is surrounding us. Yes,
0: you have completely failed to notice the mud, men.
1: Surrounding us, yep. In all fairness,
0: they're literally coming out of the mud. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Stealth bonus plus 16, we're muddy. Yep.
1: Yeah. hmm mm-hmm. Are you happy now to get to it with the ugly muck-like creatures? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: That does make me want to make you up. Sorry. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so the Mudman move on a whopping 11.
1: Carolyn gets a 17.
0: And Tristan on 9.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. He's extra... Po- he was extra pottery Okay, so... 15,
0: 15, 20, they move up on you. Uh, at this point, you get another perception check. of spot or listen at your discretion.
1: I've
0: listened; it's got a little spot. Oh, that's wrong. Uh, Eleven. Okay. So yeah, um, they surround you merge up out of the mud and surprise you completely, as from your point of view you just see them, so there's something stirring in the mud, you look confused for moment, and then it
1: goes
0: into all these figures that start they just fling their hands at you and a big ball of hard mud flies out of their hands. So they, they get a surprise round. Yeah, Crap. It's been the first round, stealth round, moving into surrounding Yeah. second stealth round, do they surprise you? Yes they do.
1: Oh, okay and then they
0: all hurl mud at us. Then
1: they all hurl mud at you. This could be ugly
0: so, respectively, six and six round each corner. Yep. Um, and they are making blook, blook, blook noises as they do so. Yep. Uh, so, this would be against your touch AC.
1: Okay.
0: Which will be especially angry for you.
1: Oh, God. Really? The armor offers no protection against the mud?
0: Well, the mud just hits you and goes blurk over you. Oh, great. Um What you will find is that when it hits you, it's less actually... Um, it's it's less that you are getting hit by this mud and going, ah, going, I'm taking a big bruise from the extremely hard mud that's hitting me, and more... Well, let's actually see if hit you first.
1: My flat-footed AC is the same as my regular AC. I touch One, AC is... Better. Uh, it meaningless.
0: So two of them will hit your touch exit
1: Good lord! Okay, two of them will only man- only two of them will manage to hit a ten.
0: So there's this. Keep in mind, they may be throwing them further than they're necessarily. Uh, oh
1: right, they might be close range. They might be yeah.
0: taking range penalties on it and that sort of thing. Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
0: Um, so this spray of mud flies through the air. And you stand there stunned. <laughs> yeah. Because you're, you're currently flat-footed. Yeah. And some of it goes splick, splick, splick on the ground. Some of it just nicks you, kind of splurks off you and falls on the ground. The two balls of, about the size of your fist that hit you solidly hit you. It doesn't even really make you wince in the saddle. It's just like, it's like having mud thrown at you. Yeah. There's nothing hard in it. But it sticks on you. And then as you look at it, it goes... <sighs> And goes solid, and it spreads out flat, and then just hangs there, immobilizing you slightly.
1: Oh.
0: Uh, so you're not taking hit point damage from this, you're taking dexterity damage.
1: Oh, great.
0: Uh, can you take five points of dex damage?
1: Why? Bloody hell.
0: From two different mud balls.
1: Yeah, but I'm going to be dead, bro I'm going to be out pretty soon. Alright.
0: And you find that you are stuck with this mud on you, sort of going, yeah, it's really hard to move. Yeah. You think you could smash it off if you were so inclined. Okay, that's... With, with actual strength checks and that sort of thing.
1: Okay, that's a relief. But right. it's not
0: normal mud, it goes almost instantly hard. Yeah. And it spreads out and clings and goes into the joints of your armour and that sort of
1: thing. Okay, so... Um... Six would be minus four, so five is minus. Uh, sorry, so um, so if a ten is zero, what's five? Uh, that would be minus three. Yep, yeah, that's it. I know I was doing something wrong there. Tristan,
0: takes one hit, two hits,
1: three hits, three hits. He has a lot more decks to lose, but on the other hand, he uses it more. And he will lose 12 decks. Ugh! Oh. Yeah, this is pretty vicious.
0: As all of them roll out to max. So his decks bonus drops from plus 3 to. He is now on 4 decks, which is minus 4.
1: Nice. Yep. Yeah. Ah, ah.
0: And that is the Mudman's surprise round. Yep. And then it is you. Yep.
1: Alright, um so I um I make it that um I can get um the horse um moved at half speed. Which means I can get 20 foot up because the horse has 40 foot movement. Yep. Which means I can gallop straight up to these fellows. Correct. Okay. So. And, um. I will lance him, I think. I'm charging. No, actually, I'm going to. uh, I'll go as I mean to go on. I will, um. Get out gatekeeper. Yep. It's better for. You can use the big swords on a horse, right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Cool. The,
0: the advantage of the lance is you get bonus damage while you're charging, while on your horse. Yeah. And you can use it one-handed if you're so inclined.
1: Yeah. Right, so the damage is time two on a charge. Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but then I have to fall back or hit one of the further away ones. Well... 10 foot back and you're fine. Sorry, 5 feet back and you're fine. Yeah. No, this is what the lance was made for. I'll use the lance. Okay.
0: Uh, You can, in fact, charge if you're so inclined. I
1: want to. So that's a minus 2 to my AC. Yeah,
0: just keep minus a minus 2 to your touch AC as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that might mean more of them hit me, which is a bit of a risk. But I actually need to take some of them out. Yep.
0: So... You charge forward, and you spear the first guy.
1: Yep. Um, so because like, I have Great Cleave, I will get to attack the second guy? Uh,
0: only a few... So, this is Cleave and Great Cleave. Yep. Uh, you roll a normal attack against the first guy. If you hit him... yeah. You finish resolving that, you deal an X damage, he falls over, he takes some damage, whatever. Yeah. Regardless of how much damage you deal him, you then get a free shot at the next guy. Yeah. And a minus two to hit. Yeah. Um that's cleave yep. great cleave says you can keep doing it as long as there are people within range of you gotcha. cleave says you get one cleave great cleave says you get as many as you like which would be four by my count
1: right how does that fit in with full attack uh, uh, I'm not certain I can full attack because the, hor- the horse moved but no the horse moved so I can full attack
0: uh, boom, 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 boom. You're going to make me look up there in combat, not you?
1: Yeah, I am going to make you look up like now in combat. I can look it up for you if you want. Oh,
0: I think you just want to make me work. Mm-hmm. So with cleave, you can cleave another opponent within reach at the same bonus with a minus two to hit. Great cleave allows multiple cleaves. You you can't cleave more than one opponent in a round. What are you after there, huh?
1: Um, I was Yes, I was looking for the Player's Handbook.
0: I find it there. Yep. I am, after all, the best of what I do. And what I do is look up rules. Okay, Mount Combat. So blah, 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 blah. Uh, remember, you get a plus one to hit them. They are medium-sized creatures. You're on horseback. Ah, yes, good to know. Uh, if your mount moves more than five feet, you can only make a single melee attack. Essentially, you have to wait until the mount gets to the enemy before attacking, so you that's can't right. make a full attack even at your mount's full speed.
1: I knew there was. A, I knew there was a limiting factor to that. Okay, that's fine. Um, and then the last question. Yep. Sorry, but complicated round. What does spirited charge do? Uh, you possess that feat, do you? I do possess that feat. Uh,
0: this will be all kind of ugly then. Uh, of charge. Uh, when mounted and using a charge, you deal double damage with a melee weapon, triple with a lance. Cool. Okay, so roll your first attack and a plus two bonus for your yep. charge.
1: Okay, so that is yep. a.
0: Um, and they are not flat-footed or anything. So
1: that's a uh, nineteen plus three. Yep. Is twenty-two.
0: Okay, so you spear into it with your
1: lance, Yep. and
0: roll for some damage.
1: Which I then multiply all of the damage by three. Correct. Okay, so that... But if you
0: crit them, it's something worse.
1: I didn't crit. I wasn't close to critting. Um, so that's nine times three is 27.
0: Okay, so you charge towards this thing, and bring your lance out. And this is not just... You're you're much better than the standard knights on horseback. The standard one is you just point the lance and use the horse's momentum to drive the lance through it. You, however, put your own momentum into it, bring the lance low, and basically flick it up through him. So you spear into him in the low abdomen, then rip the entire chest apart as it goes up, and it does indeed go straight through him with a... and the whole mudman just goes... apart. (laughs) Uh the mud seems somewhat resistant to your efforts to do this, like it has damage reduction of some kind. Yeah. Not enough, however. Okay. Explodey splodey.
1: Cool. Wax.
0: Then your first cleave goes off.
1: Yes. Um so I can I will hit this guy. Yep.
0: So this time you you're still at the plus two for charging, you're now yep. at minus two for cleaving, so it's whatever you've got there. Yeah, uh, but
1: normal attack plus one for um being on horseback. Uh that's a twenty five. Spluck. Okay. That is a. uh. uh. 30. Spluck. It explodes. Um, and then my third cleave attempt will be that guy. Yep. Uh, and I miss. Yeah,
0: and as soon as you miss one of them, you yep. cease leaving.
1: Yeah, but I'll take. I, I took two of them out, I'll take that. I assume it
0: was a natural one. It was
1: a natural one. Yep. Yeah, I would have added it up if it had been something other than the actual one. Yeah. But I so
0: think... you spear through the first guy, then swing your arm left, yeah. hit him, and he basically just explodes in a shower of mud. The yeah. mud and the rocks and things you would be making up fall back to the ground, but the mud just oozes into the other mud it doesn't get back up again. Yep. And then it is ten mud men.
1: Yep, but two less. Huh?
0: Yeah, I think so, how clever are they? Not awesomely fast are they? Black, 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 black. They will. Not enough. They don't want to do this if they have other options. This one flings a mud ball at you and provokes from you in the process. It's a ranged attack he's making.
1: This yep. one? Okay. I will swing at him. Yep. And fumble again. Screw you, dice. I'm changing dice. Although the first two attacks were very good, but nonetheless.
0: The other one flings his mud ball at Tristan and from you again. If you but I know it. combat uh, This one actually moves up and doesn't make a ranged attack. These two do. Okay. <laughs> one fumbles. Uh, the other one will pretty trivially hit your a- your touch AC at this point, which yeah. must be about three. It's eight. <laughs> Are you sure? What's your dexterity at present? Oh, right.
1: Okay. Yes. All right. Now it's now it's three. All right. I'm not at all sorry. I charged. There was no way they were going to miss me anyway, so I might as well get the extra damage. Can you take another three points of dex damage? Uh, yep. Still technically mobile, um, although. What's two dex? Negative Min- Minus five. Minus five, yep. The one who is closest
0: to you endeavours to. The, the one that marches up to you. Just sort of brings a big muddy fist up, Sandman style, and goes yep. down on you. Yep. Uh, and that would be an eight to hit your normal AC, keeping in mind that you
1: are now at a, a minus, minus five to the because of the next penalty, and a minus two for your charge. Right. Yes. So that's a minus seven. Uh, so that's thirteen. Okay.
0: So it goes hits your—you know—make no effort to dodge. It yep. hits your armor. And its fist sort of melts around you without actually significantly bruising you. Yeah. But you can see how it gets easy for them to hit you.
1: Yes, yes, I can.
0: And then everyone throws a crap load of mud at Tristan.
1: Yep. Yeah. So that's the other six. The yeah. other. Wait. So these guys all attacked me except—and that one threw at Tristra? Yeah. Okay. So it's like.
0: Yeah, So six of them attacking Tristan.
1: Yeah. One of them
0: provokes provokes yep. from you. But you right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep, splick, 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 splick. Tristan is reduced to zero dexterity. Yep hm <laughs> He only had like four left to go, so it wasn't that
1: hard. Yep. He.
0: yeah.
1: Hmm. Hey, uh, yeah. Uh. <clears throat> time for some strength tricks. Uh, does he have freedom of movement?
0: <laughs> no, no he doesn't. It's useful, but a fourth level bard spell. Yeah. Uh, he has used his. Uh, these. Uh, ooh. This is the knowledge he doesn't have many brakes This is. Oh, you hear coming from sort of underneath yep. the cake of mud on his face. Kaelin, I think they're mud men. They're extraplania things from a plane of earth. They throw hot mud and they can engulf you in their muddy jaws. They're not very dangerous, at least until you get stuck. (laughs) I think you need magic to go through them. Although if you hit them hard enough, they'll probably sprue (laughs) through.
1: Good to know, kid.
0: Mm. Uh, And what is he able to do? He is immobile and cannot take any physical action. Uh, Spells only verbal components can be used.
1: Uh, Makes a strength check. Yep.
0: Bust slug. Strength
1: is not
0: that high. I'm looking at Colin. Uh, No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is Tristan.
1: Okay. He cannot
0: ride his horse anywhere either because That's that easy. is a physical action.
1: Yep. Okay, Caleb. Um, now I presume it's a standard to make the strength check to break out of the muddy stuff. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Nonetheless, at two decks, I think it's time I tried. I will five foot back away from this fella. Yep. Um, and um uh lance draw gatekeeper. Yep. Nice magical weapon. Um, and then um use a strength check to um, endeavour to break free of the mud, mud, my little mud yep. mud layer.
0: Yep. This seems easier for you than it does for Tristan. He is fully immobilized at this point, whereas you are still active. Yep. So make a strength check.
1: Uh 17 plus
0: 18. Remove all your dex damage.
1: Sweet. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge now they can put a new load on, because there's lots of them, but on the other hand, um, if we both get immobilized, it's going to be a bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. And there are at least a few less of them. <laughs> okay.
0: And then it is Team Mudman again.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so Time to throw down at Caitlin. Tristan is already mobilized. Uh.
1: Yes, but Kaelin has no penalties, which means his touch AC is a mighty 10, which means they're not all going to hit. and they're, Actually. They're, yes, they get nice and close.
0: I need to look up. Does Tristan's Phantom Steed actually have it. No, it doesn't. I don't know that.
1: So I'm going to throw it they start his chucking
0: horse. It in his horse. Having, they're clearly smart enough to immobilize rider first, in yep. horse. Cool. But. At which point. You will literally see these blobs of mud just kind of pass through the horse. It flickers and ripples slightly, but the mud doesn't stick to it. Kill. Cool. It has no stats, so therefore I'm, I'm stating it's incapable of taking dexterity damage. They can hit it. Cool. And it does, but it's only got hit points, it can't take dex damage. So awesome. It's, it's, you know, hit it's points are prog- usually the killer.
1: It's not programmed to take dex damage. Uh, well, I'm, I'm for uh, if that uses up half the Mudman, I think it's cold. That
0: leaves two of them to wander towards Tristan. Blah. Blur provoking from you along the way. Yes,
1: thoughtful. I am um, the closer one with gatekeeper. Yep. Uh, that was not a crappy miss. Uh, it's not quite high enough to um, crit, but it is with uh, gatekeeper.
0: I you had the answer. Yeah. I-, I told you that I switched right. weapons. Fair enough. Um, okay. Still provokes anyway
1: if it comes through. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, because he said that magic weapons beat their DR. Yeah, if well,
0: you just kill the shit out of them. Yeah, after. but I'm not
1: always going to. I'd like to stop charging. Yep. Because, you know, the charging is making it really easy for them to hit me. Uh, so... 28 plus 3 is 31. To
0: it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no <laughs> question. Uh,
1: okay. All right, um... This is so. the primary
0: archers that's going to have a bit of a hard time.
1: Alright, so um, 17 um, plus uh, uh, plus 4 acid damage separate if it needs to be counted separately. Uh, I
0: believe... No, acid will will burn them. Uh, okay. Not into it. Uh, all right. Which is worth checking because they're creatures of earth. So. Yeah, so
1: 21, 21 damage with gatekeepers and <laughs> snake. He's gone?
0: Yep. Cool. You trigger cleave, but there is no one in range of it.
1: Yes. Mm, Yes, I see the advantage of using the lance for it, but um, the thing is, I can actually swap weapons again if I want.
0: The other one walks up to Tristan and endeavours to beat on him with his muddy fist. Yep. Mm. And it will fail.
1: Yep.
0: Or will it? His flat nose, flat-footed AC is actually lower than that, you know, his horribly negative dexterity. Uh, It will hit him! Yep. Mm -hmm ow Tristan mm-hmm. takes some damage Not Yep, a lot, five yep and that is all of them and the rest of them hurl at Kaelin
1: yep, so that's the remaining four, right? yep, yep. experience muddy death,
0: your touch AC is ten. back again. to ten mm-hmm. okay, so hit hit miss miss So
1: that's what I was looking for
0: I uh, have seven points of dex damage.
1: Oh, that was nasty. Okay. Alright, so... Temporary modifier is... On oh, a oh, oh, three is minus four or minus five? Minus four. Minus four.
0: Five yeah. is one and two.
1: Alright. However bad as this is, I think... I'm, anyway, it's Tristram's go. Yep.
0: Tristan looks to check his spell, see if he can cast one of his spells, whether it requires movement or not. Uh. So that so he cannot do that.
1: Uh. I like greatly my new best friend feed he will make more
0: uh, uh, we can also wash the mud off if that
1: works better. Mm-hmm. okay still not
0: stupid talking about push up
1: okay and it is Caleb mm-hmm his glorious three decks he's gonna go dilute, it. it and move into the middle of a collection of them mhm um, then he's gonna stab him. yep okay so first target that one yep Sorry. you hit it with <laughs> a million dice yep, my dramatic my dramatic dice full
0: attack hit to them yep Gatekeeper is so awesome it deals all the dice on the table in damage.
1: Yeah. Okay, um... So... uh, 31 for the first guy. Splat. Okay, for... Well, that was four. Uh, Meagre, um... 12 damage.
0: Yep. Uh, Gatekeeper is a magic weapon, isn't it? It It is. It's plus two... A plus two sword? Yes. Okay. So it is infused with magic. Yes. So you clip through him, um, carve chunks of mud off, he is still standing. Yep. Uh, That doesn't affect your leave, however. Yeah, I thought so. So So I will... He just cuts through and hits the next
1: one. Yeah, I will hit the next guy. And to hit the next guy. Okay, so this one's at a minus one. That may not actually be enough. So... uh, 20 to hit the next guy. What Ah, that's better. Uh, For 14 plus 8... Splody splody. Cool. i kill the next guy. And then at a... D- the minus 2s keep getting bigger, don't they? No, oh. they do not. Oh, sweet. Okay. This the, one... the only
0: trick is you can't come back and hit this guy again, yep. no matter how many hits you make.
1: Yep. And that is a minus 1. That's an 18 to hit that guy. Yep. Next. And that is... uh, Move with the
0: speed of mud.
1: Yep. Uh, That's a 16 damage on him.
0: Doesn't explode.
1: Okay, so those two are merely injured. Yep. However, killing one and injuring two isn't bad for one round, I feel. And that is Caleb. He is nearly immobilized, however, which is the less good part. But there are less mud men to hurl things at him now. One less mud man and some more injured mud men.
0: Those guys all move very slowly at the speed of mud towards you, double thing. Yep. The one that is outside of melee throws a ranged attack in at you. Yep. Endeavoring to hit you with its minus four range penalty. Yep. Obviously it wouldn't want to hit its buddies with mud. Uh, And that would be a six to hit your touch AC.
1: I've got a minus four to my touch AC, which is a six, so it hits me. Which is going to be unfortunate.
0: another three dex damage.
1: Okay, I that takes me to zero. Okay, uh,
0: at which point the other two mud men around you endeavor to beat on you with their mud fists. Okay, one of them still misses yeah. somehow, uh, and the other one is on a uh, that will comfortably hit on a nineteen.
1: Yeah. That would practically hit me if, without the Dex penalty. Have five damage. Okay, I am slightly injured. Okay.
0: And back to Tristan. Yep.
1: You want me to knock you off your horse?
0: Not really. <laughs> <laughs> More think more mud all isn't going to help. <laughs> gonna need a water scrim. I
1: need
0: I just need to think like a half <laughs> uh, I've never read a book in my
1: life. <laughs> <Roar>! <laughs> 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 and he makes his strength check. He
0: makes his strength check. With his 20 on the dice, he shatters the mud off. Switch. And returns his dexterity to full. Uh
1: I'm going to remember that you, that you said that. That is his standard action, and but he does have his horse is really fast. Now
0: go like the wind. Yeah, Yep. The horse moves 120 feet this way.
1: Yep. So he provokes from those two, which yep. is definitely worth doing. Because we're considering it. <laughs> one of them
0: crit threats him. Good God. Okay, maybe
1: it wasn't worth. No, I still think it
0: was worth doing. Uh. It Yeah, he hasn't been any money on his armor. it will confirm the crit. Oh great.
1: On the other the hand other one
0: can, will mess him.
1: He can go cast the healing spell. He'll
0: take ten points of damage.
1: Oh well, that doesn't sound too bad then.
0: Okay. And he goes, VOOF, off that life. Yep. And there's this Kalen.
1: Yes, who will endeavour to make the hardest strengths jig and break himself out of his immobilizing mud shell. Uh twenty-six plus eight is thirty-four. All gone? Yep. Sweet, back to full decks. Okay? For my move action I will um five foot that way, falling back a trifle. Yeah, they're pretty slow, aren't they? Yeah, no, actually, I'll start back here. No, I will move 20 foot this way. Okay. So, provoking from these two. Yep. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. They must beat on you as you go. Yeah, but, but now they've got to actually um, lurch yep, towards me. Uh, at a 7
0: and a 10, respectively.
1: Uh, on my actual AC? Oh,
0: yeah, you're, you're un Yeah, yep. okay. It's worth asking when you're immobilized because your AC is then so horribly poor with the exit. Yeah, yeah. But yes. One of them holds an arm up to clothesline you and you just kind of ride through it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Caleb falls back a bit.
0: The Mudman. We can still do this.
1: Rah. Well, there are a lot of them all attacking me, but now that they're. Doing it, I think they'll find Tristram is quite a little bit more of a contribution now that they're not immobilizing him. And they've got to actually all lurch up within range of like me. Okay, so
0: two good shots and all the rest at longer range. <laughs> Both the good ones will hit your touch AC. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. And miss,
0: miss. <laughs> miss, miss. The orange snake down the back is really awesome in that 20s you. Oh, okay. And the other
1: one, that twins you as well. Oh, great.
0: Three, seven... You lose nine dexterity.
1: Yep, still mobile. Okay. Tristan.
0: Yep. Once he's out of melee, he starts waving his arms. Uh, Rupert, do be a dear boy and take my water skin and wash off anyone who gets muddy. His water skin starts flying.
1: Oh, sweet. (laughs) He
0: casts Unseen Servant. Hmm. Because this is exactly the kind of thing that a peon can do for you. Yep. Um, And then he will come riding back in.
1: (laughs) Right in the middle, badass. Uh,
0: As he is coming in, he will draw his Eldori sword. Yep. Because it is not dexterity based.
1: Yes. (laughs) That's indeed what has been making it work for Kalen so he provokes from a bunch of them riding but right into the center that way yeah. yep yes so only two of them Yeah. he's not that worried about it yeah <laughs>
0: <Congrats laughs> No, it fails to confirm the crush. okay beat time for a whopping three damage yep he is looking uh, reasonably bruised
1: Yep. all right and Rupert
0: uh is within expected Christmas so the water skin just kind of flies over to you, gently uncorks itself and goes glob glob. Glub. You are free of mud. Oh sweet.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a good plan. <laughs> yep. Okay.
0: Rupert has standard actions to spare.
1: Sweet. Alright. And that was Tristram's awesome turn. Yep. <laughs> nice one, Tristram. It's just a matter of
0: thinking like a just a matter of thinking like a half orc. Swing a sword and need a bath.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get you for that later. Right, beasties, let's try this my way. And Caelan will move five, ten feet straight up to Melia with three of them.
0: You know they're also vulnerable if you dispel the magic that animates them.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's useful to you. Yeah, I've got a plan to dispel the magic. And Caelan will begin his cleave with the chap at the end who is uninjured.
0: Yep, this will end badly for him.
1: Oh, perhaps not. Oh.
0: A few fumbles straight off the bat. I
1: fumble wow, straight off Wow, three
0: open. fumbles in one thing. Oh.
1: This was going to be awesome. Damn it. Mm. Mm. Okay. The truth is they can't take us now, but I was looking forward to that being cool. Team Mudman.
0: Who... Oh. Are now limited to a small handful of ranged attacks and mostly
1: beating. Yep. On two guys with no dex penalty, good luck with that. Uh,
0: so one at Tristan, one at you for the ranged attacks. Uh, the one on Tristan will miss him thoroughly, and the one on you will hit you. Yep. Knocking you down two decks.
1: Yep. So that's eight
0: minus two. Yeah. In
1: there you can actually no, that's only a, only a minus one. Yep. Sweet.
0: Yep. Th- that's three of them beat on you, three of them beat on Tristan. Yep. Uh,
1: Who may actually need to bottle out of this fight and go have a butt and go um, have a healing spell. Yeah, it's not going to do that. They
0: just beat on you with their muddy fists. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is your AC?
1: 19.
0: No, Yep, and then minus one for your dex penalty. I added the no.
1: 90, it's the 20. No, 90. So,
0: miss, hit. Miss. Take five damage.
1: Get. Mm-hmm.
0: Tristan is on his.
1: you out as well. That's full AC.
0: Miss. A miss. <laughs> and crit threat.
1: <laughs> There's one of those guys that's just and really just a hit.
0: Okay, so Critty McGee hits him normally for another three damage.
1: Yeah. The amount of damage they do, it's going to take a while, but it doesn't... Yeah, but at the very they
0: immobilize you and then just beat you methodically to death, yeah. or once you're sufficiently immobilized, they can engulf you and drown you in mud.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. come up yet. Yeah. Hand work now that we've got Rupert on the team. Okay, and it is Team Tristram. Okay. I don't know if you know which two of those guys are the two that got hurt. Uh, yes, I do. Oh, brilliant. It's got it written down as snakey and other snakey
0: things. Cool. Um, so, Tristan... Rupert um, goes off on Tristan's initiative. Yep. You are down dexterity. Yep. Glob, glob, glob.
1: Yep. I am no longer We're down dexterity.
0: That's a standard action. Uh, the water skin drains dry, and then, assuming you don't resist this, which you can trivially do in any way your pack starts opening and your water skin comes out. Yeah, no,
1: that's fine. Mm-hmm. Go get more water later. they're
0: not designed for this sort of large quality stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're carrying thousands of litres of water around. No, no. Um, okay, so Rupert pulls out another water skin and Tristan stabs a mud man. Yeah, uh thinking about Inspiring Courage, but it's probably actually not necessary. You haven't had any real trouble hitting or damaging them. No, if I don't... He might have more trouble damaging them.
1: Yeah. But that's why I figured he could pick off the injured ones.
0: Uh, He has access to one injured one, where he is. Yep. That's one, that's two. Yep. So... Ah, sorry, no, back one, front one. He will pull his Eldori dueling sword out. Right. Now... I must warn you, my brother is Van Thorn, king around these parts. You know, I know you understand me, but since you can't speak back, it's really pointless engaging in this conversation. (laughs) And come to that, actually, they don't understand No, I know you'd understand me if I spoke Terran, (laughs) but I don't, so this is kind of a pointless conversation. Still... I'd like to try peace before I try Vance approach. On guard! Ha ha ha! See, okay, Eldori longswords it. Yep.
1: Kid, stab him to death. Don't talk him to death.
0: <laughs> but, but, but. Stab, stab. He stabs it to death.
1: Sweet. That's it.
0: Then the second part of his full attack goes off.
1: Oh, nice. And he stab at another one. He's got
0: one of those now. And stabs this one through. Yep. The sword is not terribly well designed for this. It mostly, it sort of slews off in parts. But it is still actually doing damage. A little bit?
1: Cool. Alright. Alright. Kaelin will begin his mini... It will begin his attacks. Assuming he doesn't roll a one on the first one, then he will get more than two. Otherwise he will get two, because his horse is not moving. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to try again for Flamio. Okay. And, um... 26, I hit Flamio. spot Okay. So that would be a... He is uninjured. Uh-uh. 6 plus 8. 14 damage to Flamio. He is not dead. Okay. Let's see if we can do a little something about that. Second attack with the Greatsword, or do I do the Cleaves uh, cleave,
0: cleave through first because your Cleaves go off at the same bonus as your original to hit.
1: Right. Okay. So I move on to the next opponent, yep. which is this chap, who I may not hit. So that is a 17. Yes. Uh, minus 1 because of the uh, 16. Yes. Sweet. They're made of mud. All right, so that's 9 plus 8 is 17 on that guy.
0: Uh, he gloops into the mud. Yep.
1: Okay, and then I move on to this chap with yep. Cleaving. Yep,
0: yep. If you hit him, he explodes.
1: Yep, I hit him.
0: He explodes. Okay. He's got like 4 or 5 hit
1: points left, so... Yep. Okay, and then I'm going to have use my attempted full attack yep. on this chap. Which is a considerably lower bonus. Uh, so that is a mega 14. And that will hit as well. Okay. Be it only just. All right, but I rolled really high on the damage and I re injured him, so that's 15 plus 6 at uh,
0: uh, Your cleave triggers again. Okay. But there is no one within reach of you.
1: Oh, sweet, so I can cleave both, I can cleave all the way around again. Yes. Wow. You you
0: the the rule is you can't cleave more than one person in on any given shot to prevent you just infinitely cleaving, yeah. I hit this guy, then bounce to this yeah, guy, yeah, bounce this, this guy, to her guy her bounce her this face. guy, bounce to this guy. I mean it's it's a pretty specific circumstance, because at the point where you're using multiple great cleaves in a round, you've got to be surrounded by lots of people.
1: And ideally, considering the my second attack is not so awesome, even before you yeah. take a minus two it lots of sissy people. This is
0: this is where it goes awesome with things like a spike chain that happens yeah. at five and ten feet. Yeah, well, I
1: can certainly see the use of the lance cleave. Yeah, but you go, nutty fudgekins! However, I've got to say, great cleave is... Awesome! And Kaelin kills everyone within his range and runs out of opponents. Okay. And now it's the remaining four mudmen if they still think this is a good idea. Uh,
0: they are really not smart enough to retreat. Right, <laughs> okay, no problem. So they are smart enough to use a new tactic, however. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be a good tactic. The first one sort of turns into a thick wave of mud, spreading out and and actually turning into a physical wave with arms and hands and head coming off the top and goes, go over the top of you, clearly exposing himself for an attack of opportunity as he does so. Oh, that's thoughtful of him. Yeah, this is why it's not a good plan.
1: Okay, uh, that is a... Um, uh... Lots and lots, uh, ten plus thirteen Slash. is
0: twenty-three, and I hit him. And AC yeah, of a whopping thirteen.
1: Yeah, uh, five plus eight for thirteen damage. So that may actually he may actually still be up and able. He is in
0: fact still up at that.
1: Cool. He is yeah. able to actually get his
0: wave off. Thus, he endeavours to engulf you. Uh, can you give me a post-grapple check?
1: Okay. Speaking of why this wasn't a good plan,
0: yeah, he has got racial bonuses. Yeah, too. well, it
1: may actually. I just roll crap, he may get it. Uh, that's a mega 16.
0: Splah! It spreads over you, and it's not like water hitting you, there's natural solid substance there. But it's like someone throwing a sheet around you, you peel it off, and throw it back, and he falls prone. Oh, sweet! That
1: was thoughtful of him.
0: <laughs> it's literally rearing up like a wave and trying to engulf you, and you peel it off your head and smash it back, Yeah. and it falls to the ground. Kill.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: then the other three try and do the same to Tristan.
1: Right, that could be a bit ugly. i particularly seeing so, there's three of them doing it.
0: Carves a T into the first one and kills it. Oh, nice job. attack of opportunity, the already injured one. The oh. other two, however... He can't take that tax opportunity on
1: Yeah, you know, fair enough, dude. Yeah, well,
0: oddly enough, as an archer, he didn't spend a lot of time investing in combat reflexes. Yeah, yeah. Because as we know, archers have so many free feats available. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm, even Tristan can probably make bad grapples here. And indeed, he flings the first one <laughs> off with ease.
1: Wow, nice.
0: But like rolling a 2. Wait, does counter-cat. that mean it
1: falls prone? Yes, the
0: Dread shadow one falls prone.
1: Sweet. <laughs>
0: but Tristan's crit happy friend engulfs him on the yeah, second this is, one
1: this is the guy that's been doing all the critting Stork.
0: right
1: okay it is now grappling Tristan
0: Tristan and his phantom horse are now both sort of covered in mud oh okay mostly Tristan it's like a blanket hanging down over his head it's going down over his horse too yeah you know, the horse is not technically being grappled
1: oh, okay uh
0: and yeah, it crushes him Oh, good. <laughs> Less the than ideal. The blanket of mud squeezes down around him. And you see Tristan flail from like Ah! Ah! Yeah. Uh, then it is Tristan's turn. Yep. Uh, Rupert, with all the brains of an unseen servant, goes and tips some water over the top of Tristan. Yep. It slows off the living mud man and does nothing. Yep. But he is, by any I, definition, covered in mud.
1: Yeah, I can't argue with that.
0: Um, then it is Tristan himself. Oh! Uh, Tristan escapes.
1: Oh, right, he's got the escape artist check.
0: It, moreover, his escape artist check is so high...
1: He doesn't have to roll with it. Rolling, a,
0: with him rolling a 1 and it rolling a natural 20, he escapes.
1: Okay. Well, I, I feel good about that vest of escape.
0: Then he rolls anyway and beats it by 30.
1: Right, yeah. Okay, so it's now no longer grappling him. Yep. But that and was his standard. It is prone as well. Oh, sweet, because of, of the effect of...
0: Look, so what you see is you're looking at Tristan under this thick sheet of mud. You just yep. see this, like a literal sheet, bit tenting down around him. And he's struggling against it, and then he seems to just go flat. Rolls off his horse, rolls under it, does the... Like this, and the mud sheet just slides off the horse, flats around, and Tristan rolls back up, mud all in his hair. Ugh.
1: Nice Good one
0: It's like they have a plus 21 bonus to a skate artist now right, So 5,
1: 10 15, 20 Yes, I can get, okay, I provoke from that chap
0: And Gibbity has a move and they're both prone <laughs> Vroom.
1: Yep mm-hmm. Okay, and Kaelin moves round that fellow and Great threat <laughs> The best mud man ever Remembering he's got a minus four to it
0: Yes, but he still hits you on the natural anyway. yeah, 20 There's true. no hope in hell of confirming it Yeah But suck another three points of damage Yep Fear
1: Carolyn is definitely threatened There's no denying that if he um, just keeps doing this for another 12 rounds or so uh,
0: As Tristan has moved out of your way Yep. You can actually get it there.
1: Sweet. That going round the other way. That would be better. Yep. Because now I'm in melee with all three of them. Yep. Isn't it thoughtful of them to have a minus four there? I see. All right, let's try and not roll one this time. And I'll begin with that fellow behind me. Yep, you're aiming for nines. Okay.
0: Uh, I don't need to know what you get as long as you hit them.
1: Okay. All right, so all I need is a nine? Yes. Okay, I hit the first one. So this is when you start power attacking them as well. Yep. Yeah. It's a good point actually, but I already rolled. I um, hit the first one yep. uh, for 11 plus 8, for 19 damage. Block. That's this one. one? Yep. Then I aim for the second one. So now I'm in a minus 1 because of That's my. Cool. And I crit cri- fumble. The other two get to live another day. Oh no, no wait! Now I get to use my. No, I moved. I don't get my great attack. I don't get my full attack this turn. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The other two get to. The other two get a turn. They can stand up if they would like. Yep. I would appreciate. They do indeed. Be...
0: Blurk, blurk. Both of them provoke.
1: That's very thoughtful of them. Okay, that one hits. Uh, for. Mm-hmm. 9 plus 2 is 11, plus 8 is 19. Explody. And the other guy gets a turn.
0: Prepare for engulfing. Okay. It provokes you again, which you can't
1: take. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Then rolls it to mighty grapple. It fails. Oh,
1: okay, I don't need I'm
0: to. pretty sure what's your bonus to grapple. 10. It fails.
1: Okay. It's
0: <laughs> got 10. You roll a 1, you succeed.
1: It falls over again. Yep. I'm...
0: Do you want to kill it on the last round out?
1: Uh, I probably don't need to roll to do so. I can roll and see if I get a one if you like.
0: Tristan shoots at it with his short bow Mm -hmm. so he can feel important.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: And despite the minus four to hit for firing at someone thrown in range he hits it anyway.
1: Yep. Tristan can kill the last one he did have I've killed like fourteen of them at this point.
0: And it freezes solid as a freezing arrow hits it and goes Mm -hmm. kill and then you Smash it. Smash it into a million bits.
1: Ugh. Now, considering we're both still covered in mud, I presume Rupert keeps washing us off.
0: Uh, yeah, as soon as Tristan's got a free round, he just says, that, that, That'll do, thanks. Yep. Stop. Worskin scops and put it back. Yep. Goes over, gets the other water skin, puts it in Tristan's uh, Well, ugh, that was unpleasant. And remarkably painful for such a low CR encounter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, you were right, Kent?
0: Uh, a bit bruised. Um, I suppose after a while it could have gotten quite nasty. Uh, let me just clean up a little... First spell prestidigitation. Second spell cure moderate
1: wounds. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't say no to some of that prestidigitation over here. This once it's done the cleaning here, let me get some of that off you. What's hand?
0: What's hand on you? Thanks, and <laughs> the bunch sloughs off you, and you return to being shiny and sparkly King Galen.
1: Yay! Now that I have shiny armor, I get it. well. The thing is, I always care about the condition of my armor. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh.
0: Well, that, that was interesting. They,
1: I if they, if we'd seen them coming, I think that would have been a great deal easier. Yet, you, as soon as you got that um, Rupert chap, Rupert fellow in the mix, um, we, we weren't having too much trouble. Odd,
0: odd to see them out here. They're usually they usually come about as a result of uh, magics bleeding into the elemental plane of earth. I suppose the walls here might be thin. Just like some of what we've had with the first world.
1: I certainly ran across it enough other places. Anyway, we can go refill our water skins in a river and um be on our way again.
0: Probably a good idea. Doubtless we want that shiny thing that's down there. Could you get
1: it? Get you see nothing. Yeah. Uh, can you be more specific about where it is?
0: Point with the sword. Uh, inside one of the collapsed where where you collapsed one of the mud men is carrying something like inside its body the mud is made of has a thing in it Um, it looks like it is a very very weather beaten uh, satchel um, with what you would recognise as being an old house of brevois sign on it that no longer actually exists, it hasn't for a hundred years or so ooh um, when you open when you open the satchel up, there is a bunch of soggy stuff in there that was probably paper at some point, yeah, and is now no longer anything. Um, and a fairly lovely idol of what appears to be a very attractive a very attractive human woman, sort of striking the mm-hmm. alluring pose, uh, is made of platinum. However.
1: Oh, sweet. What do you reckon, kid? It must be worth a fair penny. Mm. Oh,
0: a fine example of craftsmanship of children. Oh, nice. She's the, the goddess of love and art. must have followed and created this up for her. No quite as rich as he looked. It's it's hollow inside. Mm. But still, that's a moderate layer of platinum around. I'd, I'd guess that's worth about a thousand gold. Nice.
1: I'll wrap her, I'll wrap her up. don't want her getting as, dented. As to
0: what it was doing here a hundred years ago, he sort of shrugs. That well, one may never be solved.
1: Mm, I'm sure these um papers held a clue, but uh, I'm afraid they're uh, not much that resembles paper anymore
0: last month, and I found this horse just sitting outside my house that had translucent legs. I thought it might have been some kind of nightmare from the first world, bleeding through or something like that, but uh, once I realized I could conjure it and get rid of it, well, she's very useful. I should think of what to call her.
1: (laughs) Certainly fast. I can see why you went on and on about that spell.
0: In fact, what do you think of Mudstrider? (laughs) It's alright. Uh, I'm sure sooner or later I'll we'll be able to work out how to harness more than one of her at a time. I'll get one for you as well. We can get this d- task done pretty quickly.
1: Aye, it's um, a fine turn of speed she's got. Yep. What happens if some fella. What happens if. Um, what happens when the spell runs out, and we get ta- What happens if the spell runs out? We get attacked by twenty trolls in the night, and we have no mounts of any kind. Ah, uh, well. Because I've seen I mean, that thing run out every. I've seen that thing run out every evening, which I acknowledge is a saving of time on not having to groom and feed it. But
0: don't listen to him, girl. the The horse you will also notice that someone actually has Ranked handle animal pretty much ignores most of his efforts to ministrate it. It doesn't sort of fidget or wicker or gnash its teeth or anything like that. It just It's just kind of ghost-like. It watches you as clearly aware of what's happening, but it's not a normal horse. You couldn't handle this Yeah. Well, well, in that case, um, we, we... You really do suck the fun
1: out of <laughs> things. Uh... Too many years, too many years in the army, kid. It's um. And I heard what you were saying about half walks under that layer of mud. And I'll have you know, we do two read books, just ones with big print and simple words.
0: Well, I was trying to think to myself, what would Garnack Pickett do? And he'd rage, then go declare war on some centaurs. But now that I'm free of mud, I don't think we need to do the latter.
1: If anyone's going to be an example, don't make it him. <laughs> if you want to know what he'd do in every given circumstance, I can pretty much safely say it'd be the wrong thing.
0: At 17th level, Tristan will be able to conjure Phantom Steeds for you at night as well.
1: Uh-uh. <laughs> Which
0: I'm sure will be very useful. Yeah. That's how long it's going to take him to get four third-level spells a day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can come up with some kind of. On the other hand, if we had like scroll, if we bought him a couple of scrolls of it, mm. he could carry it around. He could um, cast them in emergencies and get us the hell out of there.
0: I did hear there was a merchant in Elthris who might have one of those floating around.
1: Aye, it's um. Once you can summon more than once of them, if we get that's a that's a good thought. If we get you a couple of scrolls of it, you can summon them if we um, if they run out. Emergency horse. No. Yeah. No, with that in mind, I admit they, um, they're they a lot faster up... It, your, your beasties are a lot faster up these mountains. It's getting to be just like when, when I'm travelling with Brynn, and I can see that she's just waiting for me to catch up on every hill.
0: Yeah. The horse is, is... This horse is what now? It is seven times faster than you through the mud here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: But we'll worry... In any case, we'll worry about it when you can summon two of them at a time. But but it was damn useful getting you out of the range so you could um, su- conjure us up some help. So I mean, it, it, it's, it's earning its keep even if there is only one of them, one of her. All right, and we've made it through the big nasty mud bath experience. Mm-hmm. We continue exploring the drier bits of the hex.
0: Congratulations! You have defeated a very low CR encounter.
1: Yes, yes. All right. <laughs> It, you could
0: no, I actually think they're much more dangerous than their CR gives them credit for.
1: Yeah, I mean touch. I mean maybe this is the guy with the touch AC of ten talking, but
0: I yeah, admittedly their hit is so poor that um, if your touch AC wasn't ten, it's a lot harder.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think if they hadn't, um,
0: Bryn would roll them without blinking because she gets all of her monk bonuses added to a touch AC.
1: Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'd be. Um, on the other hand, she really wouldn't like biting them. <laughs> I'm sure she'd do it, but she wouldn't like it. Yeah. Interesting creature, though. Mm.
0: CR2, if you're interested. Ouch. Yeah.
1: On the other, What? Or, or for all 12? Uh, I think that's the encounter CR. Yeah hard to see the point of putting us I mean it's thoughtful of them to give us an opportunity to smash I think it's funny yeah I think it's funny too uh, anyway uh
0: but yeah part the, the kingmaker path is pretty good about things that are um, beyond you and things that are ridiculously under you that just live in the wilderness yeah of course they do okay so you ride right around the top edge of the path yes and look out at Lake Silver Step it is um I'll give you this one um once you get out of this, this particular bank of muddy shore, the water is incredibly clean and clear. You can literally see into it for you know maybe 20 metres of depth. Yeah. It is that crystal clear. And there are a wide variety of things growing along the shore of you know, nettles and reeds and lilies and that sort of thing. Um, and... Oh, this is this is lovely. You know, there's bound to be fae in an area like this—little nixies and fairy dragons and grigs and things like that—hiding amongst the plants. Uh, ah, here we are. Uh, you don't have to come out unless you want to, but we'll leave you something. He starts flicking little treat, little candy treats into the into the lake.
1: Um, Karen will come up with a. Um few little um, loose gemstones from his pocket, are mm-hmm. not particularly valuable ones little bits of amethyst and stuff You'd sort of tr- put them along the yeah. bank yeah, yeah.
0: and y- nothing happens but when you look back round they're gone and there's yeah. little rustlings in the bushes in the, and in the, in the reeds and things good notion and yet there are a wide variety of things splashing out in the water like eels? yeah, And fish and things like that. You would shoot them as well.
1: Cool. So have we explored along the top bit of the hicks? You
0: have explored along the top bit of the hex.
1: Okay. How many days... How, how much is that um, day-wise? Is that uh, just that's one? not even a day. Sweet. Cool. Um. All right. Well. Maybe we should um, have a g- garner at um, catching some eels. What do you reckon?
0: Sure. Why not? Yes, um...
1: We can make it, get that um get that little scented girl in your pie.
0: I, I, yeah, I certainly understand the theory of how to fish.
1: <laughs> you
0: know, I, I've read extensive amounts of books on it.
1: Oh, I've only had a crack at it one time or two, but I'm sure we can figure it out. It's very popular amongst the, very popular amongst some of the,
0: amongst some of the heroes of the stories I've read. Never really saw why it sounded kind of wet and
1: slimy, but you can you can show me. <laughs> So yes, um, at present, because we don't have a boat, we're just going to be having a crack off the lake edge. Yeah. Um,
0: and yeah, you you get out some, some fish hooks and some string and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, you don't have proper rods, but very few people do in this day and age. Yeah. Uh, professional fishermen do, but that's because they've got better things to do than sit around and wait for the fish.
1: Yeah. Calum will get us out of beer each, because... Yep. And Catelyn understands how you're supposed to fish. And you tie hooks. I don't know if Tristan's actually going to drink his, but if he doesn't, I'll drink it for him.
0: Yeah, he, he will nurse it yep. over the course of a few hours. Yeah, And you sort of make your, probably make your camp here as yep. well, and throw some throw some strings out for the eels. Yes. So Tristan understands how to do this. It's using the survival skill. Yes. He has no ranks in it. Yep. But he has synergy bonuses, because he's read about it in books.
1: Yep. Cool. He's got so, synergy bonuses from his huge ass knowledge nature. Don't uh, he
0: has synergy bonuses from his knowledge nature, and not sure where his other one miscellaneous point comes from. Um, I believe that he might have a trait modifier to survival as well.
1: Wait, he doesn't have any wisdom bonus? No. Huh? Not even a little bitty bit?
0: He's not Amico. He doesn't have a wisdom penalty. Yeah. Do you sure. know how hard is it is to start with, with 17 intelligence? That's fair. So he will endeavour to aid you, because he assumes you know what you're doing better
1: than he does. I've got a 5 to survival yep. at this point, so... And he will aid you. Cool. Wait, actually, I've got a 6 to survival.
0: Ooh.
1: I've actually gone through and improved all these wisdomy things. Uh, and that is a glorious 21.
0: Okay, so... You will actually catch a bunch of fish doing this.
1: Sweet, mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, fairly nice looking things. Yeah, uh, Kaylin
1: um, was totally going to dry and eat them. Mm-hmm. And you will
0: actually, because the water is so crystal clear, and you have dark fishing. Yeah, it is very easy to see the silver, the famous silver eels of silver Step Lake. They are not particularly—they're not particularly long. They're only sort of with of length of a forearm. They are very fat, however, and they look very plump, juicy, and delicious. And as you watch, they literally come up to your hook. It bites on the hook, and somehow, as you're trying to pull it in, sort of what it does is it comes up to the hook, and rather than bite down like a fish and get skewered, it sucks the bait off the side without ever hooking itself on the hook. Huh. You watch this happen three or four times no matter how you try and catch them they're smarter than you
1: are i have enough trouble being outsmarted at the best of times don't appreciate being started by something that can't have any brain
0: well Um, armick did say they were supposed to be legendarily hard to catch
1: i see she wasn't kidding
0: yep a dc21 survival check is not enough to catch an eagle oh
1: okay Considering I need 12 of them, I sense this is going to be a tougher challenge.
0: Because it's more than good enough to catch a, a wide variety of tasty fish.
1: Cool, I'll ha- totally have some of those.
0: No silver step eels, though.
1: Okay. What if I go in after them? Because Carolyn will to- This probably isn't going to work, for Carolyn will totally try. Yep,
0: I assume you'll probably take your armour off.
1: Yeah, I change out of the plate and put on the. Um, Put on the studded leather, just in case there is something in the water, because that doesn't give me a penalty. Yep. Uh, can you give me a, a dexterity check?
0: Well done. physically catch the eels. Uh,
1: 24.
0: Okay. And can you give me a sense motive check?
1: The eels are laughing at me, aren't they? Uh, that is a 9.
0: Yeah, you don't quite know what the eels are thinking. But you, you don't know if it's just... If it's when they're deliberately taunting you or whether it's instinctive to their nature and they're drawn to shiny objects or things like that. But they swim right up to you. And and it just sits there in the water looking at you and just turning in slow circles, not going anywhere. And you really, ready, ready, ready. As soon as you push your hands towards where it goes, poof!
1: Okay. I'll spend about... uh, Half an hour to an hour, you know, obviously coming up for breaths and things, but I can stay down for an awfully long time with my endurance, endeavouring to catch eels and being Mm thwarted every time.
0: You get several very, very minor eel bites from this, and a lot of frustration.
1: Yep.
0: You catch no eels.
1: Alright, Kelly comes back up to the surface.
0: Well, that was interesting to
1: watch. I'll bet. All the buggers are taunting me. Look, they've even got, because eels kind of have this, but they've got a little, they're, yep. they're, they're smiling. There are
0: five of them lined up along the edge watching you
1: now. <laughs> you won't be smiling when I catch you and feed you to a centaur, will you? Then you'll be sorry. It
0: turns, flicks its tail at you and starts swimming around in circles again, swimming closer to the shore and further away. Yep. Closer, further away.
1: Yep. We need some magic berries. No, I wonder if I can... Yeah, go go right ahead, kid. You're very good with that thing.
0: <laughs> the eel dives yeah. below the water's surface, and the arrow hits where it was quite easily, and the eel dives deep enough that the arrow just loses all its momentum and sinks into the water. He was on target, but the eel is smarter.
1: <laughs> wonder if Bryn could catch one. But I reckon what we need is magic berries. But how long do it... You know a lot about magic. How long do those good berry things last? Oh, well... Um... We, can get a bu- we can get a bunch of them off Bokken, because we want quite a lot, is, is the thing. Because we need 12 eels, and the little bastards might be hard to catch even with the dratted berries. It, it
0: really depends on the strength of the druid that's creating them. But uh, Generally, I'd say something in the neighborhood of what you'd understand to be one day per level.
1: Right. So considering it's a pretty low-level spell...
0: Yeah, it's a first-level spell. So. Yeah.
1: On the other hand, we've got a relatively straight route out here. Um straight edge. All right. Okay. The, I'm prepared to declare the eels have won this one, but I'll be back.
0: Yep. Yeah, the eels watch you and go away as you can fall asleep. And when you wake up in the morning... They're, they're watching you and waving their tails at you.
1: Yeah.
0: If it was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah. <laughs> they look really tasty now that you've spent five hours chasing them. <laughs> Yeah.
1: We have a nice dinner of fried fish, and Cailin mutters to the... Mutters threats. It's not a voice threat to the eels. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's personal between me and the eels. Look, just
0: because you can only hit a DC-21 survival check.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, and
0: yeah, Brin, on the other hand, um, having just leveled it up, now has uh, 20 for the purposes of tracking and 15 survival.
1: Sweet. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I want to take her through Talon Peak anyway to try and catch me a rock egg, so <laughs> it's going to be the Brin shopping expedition, rock eggs and something then we'll go find some centaurs. <laughs> anyway, we've got a nice cleared area here, and it is now the 26th, which is getting late enough that we do actually want to be heading back. Yep. Uh, do you want to explore more things heading back? Um, well, not Talon Peak, because that's a mountain and yep. it's going to take... Um,
0: yeah, You can go around it, however, you can... You pretty much explore as one, you can see the next one is leading into a grasslands hex in B7.
1: B7 is grasslands? Yes. Okay, um, then yes, we will head back by way of B7. Yep. And, um...
0: Exploring that gives you an empty grasslands. Cool. Um, and the two adjacent ones, A6 and A7, appear to be grasslands as well.
1: Cool. So... Um, Cool, alright, we will go up, we'll skip A7, but we'll go up through A6 mm-hmm. and endeavour to explore it as well. Because that will give us a nice route back in. Hang on. Is Silver Step Lake cover a part of um, B7?
0: Uh, it there. Uh, yes, it does. A little corner of it.
1: Okay. So are you prepared to count that as explored, even though I haven't technically sailed on that water? or should uh, that yeah, you,
0: No, it's, it's only a small corner of it. Sweet. As opposed to in C7 where it's making up most of the hex. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh. Do do, 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 do do and as you explore this one can you make me a listen check uh, 12. Uh, awesome stealthy power. Uh you hear some sort of distant shouting from behind you no specifics, just sort of rawr, rawr, rawr style noises uh, well behind you, it's out of your sight um, travelling, because this is sort of that vaguely hilly, plainsy area and um, and you sort of stop and look around to see where it's coming from and what's happening, uh, which will give you. Uh, yep, yeah, then a spot check.
1: Uh, 18.
0: You and Tristan will both see this. Um, so there's shouting back over here. You stop, you look around, you don't see anything. Then you see a shape in the sky coming vaguely towards you um, a creature flapping with wings. And it flies down, making a roar noise. And you see a thing descending towards you. It has three heads. One appears to be that of a horned snake, one a lion, and one some sort of goat like dragony creature. Roar.
1: A chimera. It Ooh. is a chimera.
0: It is descending upon you. Okay. And that is now passing half past nine? Yep. Do you want to fight a chimera, or do you want to leave it there? Oh
1: lord, I want to fight a chimera so bad.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I'm just telling you. You you told me when you wanted to stop.
1: I know, I know. But now there's a chimera. But now there's a chimera. Besides, it's kind of cool because this will be the end of the month. This is kind of a cool conclusion. Okay. And I'm thinking this is going to be a fight. We're bringing an archer. Is going to be really handy.
0: Once again, we have stunningly featureless terrain.
1: Yep. Grasslands.
0: I I haven't got the larger size right a large creature with the one snakish head.
1: Yeah. Two snakish heads, as it were. Yeah. Yes, I, I do mourn for I don't recommend waiting, Luke, but I do mourn for our chimera Do
0: <laughs> we have a chimera do we? I, I know we have got a Griffin.
1: we might not have a chimera I thought we did but maybe I was think. I think we at least we of course at least have a chimera card but no that's fine
0: yeah we've got lots of nice dragons and things yeah Yeah. the question is do you want to fill the lounge with all the minis just in case we need no desperately. um and well I could actually bring the um pawns the paper pawns out and put them in the recipe shelf okay.
1: yeah okay regardless um We can just use the mud thing for the Camaro. You don't need to write a separate initiative card, I'm thinking. You see this
0: thing flying down towards you. Yep. Um, It is vaguely in the sun and vaguely attempting to hide. You see it with ease anyway. Yep. Uh, And roll for initiative.
1: Yep. Gail in that 20s initiative.
0: Uh, So that's you on 21. Yep. Uh, Tristan on 19 and the Chimera on 18.
1: All right. Uh, Kalen's on 20, not 21. Compsey, compsey. He doesn't have a dex bonus. Okay. Alright, what kind of range is it at as it starts stooping towards us?
0: Okay. So, by the time you see it, it is heading vaguely in your direction. By the time you see it, and it sees you and starts turning towards you specifically as opposed to towards you generally. Uh, it is at 70 feet away from you. Right. With trigonometry and up in the air and that sort of thing.
1: Cool. Kaelin dismounts as a free action. Yep. And then shoots it.
0: Because he can now hit the right DC with these.
1: Uh, I've got sixteen to ride.
0: You still need to roll then. Okay, sure thing. There's a twenty DC. to It as a free action.
1: Okay, oh, yeah. uh, I make the twenty DC. Oof. And then I shoot. It. I draw my longbow with a free action and shoot it. Yep. And considering that um, none of the considering that I haven't used any kind of movement action, I shoot it twice.
0: Yeah, don't have to argue with. Yes, because you quick draw your longbow. Well done.
1: Okay, so that's a twenty-four to hit on the first one. Yeah,
0: it is within um normal range your
1: longbow so yes you hit it cool I'll just roll the second one and see if it's very unlikely to hit yeah 12 particularly points. as
0: a display flat-footed.
1: yep yeah, 12 on the second the one second one will miss yeah okay um, however that was a nice shot so that is a nice solid 9 points of damage arrow wise
0: yeah, let me just um, get a piece of there's my piece of mudman nine points of composite longbow damage to the camera yep yeah. Okay, And it makes a noise as you arrow arcs up and the sun clearly hits it and it wobbles slightly in the sky. And Tristan says, oh, oh my. Uh, Do watch out. That's a chimera. It's it's rather dangerous. Uh, Specifically... it looks to me like it's a white it looks to me like it's a white chimera. It's it'll be able to breathe cold on us it must have come down from one of the snowier mountaintops. We should watch out they're, they're quite dangerous they can breathe short they can breathe cold at short range and well they have a lot of heads to bite and fly and claw and that sort of thing. right uh, and Tristan will. Mm, look at what he knows about a chimera. Uh, and, it, uh, uh, I think it's going to eat me if it crabs me. Uh, uh, I think some stealth might be called for. I think, I think you can take it. I think some stealth might be called for here. He casts invisibility. Okay. And dismounts from his horse. Free action.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, and draws his bow out as his other action. Unseen. Cool.
1: Alrighty. And Tinko Mira, 70, 70 feet away, whether it can get up to me in that.
0: Flies well, is 50 feet forward. It's cool. 20 feet away from you.
1: Sweet. Um. Uh, Tristan. It's, it's also something of a poor flyer. Um, Kellen will, um, free action, sheath his bow, draw his great draw Gatekeeper. Yep. Um. I don't know what kind of action this is, but he wants to send his horse that way. Yep. Uh, handle animal. That's cool. what we're looking for. And that's the standard, right?
0: Uh, I am perfectly happy to say if you can do it, you just slap the horse in the ass and say, go, boy, go.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, Eleven. May not actually do it.
0: That's a war horse, isn't it? Yeah. So if it's trained to go. You're pushing it into a trick. It already knows. Yep. Sweet.
1: Yep, so the horse moves 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. It can obviously go a lot further than that, but Cailin doesn't want it to go too far. So, move off, boy.
0: Yeah, in fact, thinking about it, uh, Tristan will endeavour to do the same, and his phantom horse is just like...
1: He has to roll for a animal for his phantom horse. It's not like it's an animal. Ah,
0: uh, he has to ride it to get it to do with things. Ah,
1: uh, right. It, it, oh, right. It's a magic. It, it's it, a magic it, construct. Right. It doesn't do things. Yep. Makes sense. And then, um, Caitlin's still having a standard, um, will um, hold action mm-hmm. to um stab the chimera when it comes within range. Yep.
0: Uh, the chimera is not an animal. And it's been so several
1: days, so he's back up to his full clip point. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah as is so the chimera will attack the phantom steed because it is not an animal. Okay. Uh, so that is Kaylin. Uh You, here, person. Don't worry. I'm confident. I'm confident that you can take it. I'm confident that you can take it with my health. Have. You heard the tale of the of the great half orc, of the great half orc hero and his battle climbing atop the Chimera and wrestling it down from, the, from Mount Greymore. Mm-hmm. Inspire courage. Score. You don't need to see him. You only need to be able to hear him.
1: Cool. Uh, and that is his standard uh, for his move. Move further away from me, given he knows it's got a breath with him.
0: Uh, yeah, but he knows exactly how his breath weapon works. Ah. It is a cone, so he'll move slightly over to here.
1: Okay, cool. Hmm. And his horse just hangs around in perfect targeting range, but yeah. that's fine.
0: Yeah, the thing is, he can't make the horse invisible. Invisibility yeah. doesn't extend to that, and you have to cast it separately on the horse.
1: Yeah. Okay, and it is Team Chimera.
0: Which, he, which he'd do if he had sufficient amounts of time. Yeah. Uh, team Chimera. Is now ten feet off the ground. Yep. Flies down towards you, and its draconic head comes up and goes... <sighs> it sprays cold over you and the steed.
1: Yep. Uh, reflex save. Reflex save. Oh, great. Uh, Twelve. That you, probably won't do
0: it, and now you fail. Uh, I don't know if phantom steed can actually make a reflex save or not. I might have to look that up, actually. But presumably it's got the same problem as the dexterity thing. Yeah. Uh, so, you both get hit by this cone of cold. Uh, uh, that is a fairly mediocre nine points of cold damage. As snow and frost bite across you.
1: Yep. Oh, well, that could have been a lot worse. Yeah. I'm accustomed to very... Br- br- I'm more accustomed to the when 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 um winter dragon when a uh, yeah, it's, frost it's dragon breed. it's a breeze. dragon though. Yeah.
0: it's at best a third of a dragon. Yeah, uh, and that is
1: its attack. Cool. Yep. All right, Kellan will. He doesn't get his bat attack because he well, was actually for something that didn't happen. Ten feet up in the air still. All oh, right. Yes. Okay. You can jump up and smack it if it's on Yeah, but I should probably change weapons because it'll be a lot easier to do if I get the lance out. Yep. Yeah, um, switch the greatsword for the lance. Um, move up and a very small jump to hop up and spear it. Yep. Uh, which alas means I can't full attack it because I'm hopping in the air. But you know, I'll take the I'll take the one stabble at it. And uh, I can, I probably yeah, I'm, I'm not that great at jumping, yep. but it is only a five foot jump. Do I need to roll it? Uh, yes, you do. It's a difficulty ten jump check. Okay, oh, right. So I may. It's to. a vertical jump rather than horizontal jump. I may not actually pull that off. Uh, yes, I can
0: pull that off. Okay. As long as you hit the ten, jump to where you want to be. Yep. You stabs it. Stab it with the longbow. Ooh, crit track.
1: Yep, it is quite credible. Uh, Failed to confirm. Okay. Uh, for a... a uh, no, wait, sorry. Uh, more than that. Uh, 12 points of um, lance damage. Because okay. I'm holding it with both hands as I jump up. And that is going with the 9. So that is... 21. Uh,
0: it's got no DR or. <laughs> uh And do a spot check while you are up there? Or uh, heal, whichever one suits your life better.
1: Uh, I'll say spot,
0: uh, 12. Okay, you do not spot a thing. That's fine. Tristan will. Hmm. Uh, he's less likely to because he's not going to engage it in melee. Oh, right, that's right. Uh, it is round Tristan. Yep. So, Tristan will shift a little further away from his horse. Uh, actually, not that farther.
1: Five foot step away from his horse.
0: And you're here. He
1: Oh, wait, sorry, plus two, and add another plus two to that damage. The, I've got to remember I've got the expired character.
0: Okay, so, Tristan, you are a terrible, terrible, you're a terrible, terrible thing. And I don't have any moral compunctions about putting you down. I know you can understand me. And he appears and shoots at it with his shortbow, and he will yeah. rapid-shot the shit out of it while, it, while he is invisible. Yep. Uh, in fact... Can he get... Yes, he can. He moves within 30 feet of it to get his
1: point blank bonus. Oh, very nice. It's going to be quite the bonus to damage, particularly considering he's got a frosty bow.
0: Okay, so he will absolutely miss on his last of his full attack. He yep. full attack rapid shots It Right, yep. Uh, crit threats with one, hits with the other. yep. he spends his hero point on confirming the crit threat with his short bow for triple damage.
1: It is is a pretty good crit.
0: Mm. No, you aren't beating it up. Yeah, I don't don't think
1: we're exactly... It is is a random encounter beast And
0: it is flat-footed against him because he is invisible when he starts shooting. Yep. So he will indeed confirm the crit.
1: Yep. Hits... And he's got a plus three to all of those hits, including the critical, because of his um, point yeah. black shot plus the Inspire Courage. Yep,
0: so the Inspire Courage gets tripled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is pl- it's now plus six damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. triple crit, though. Okay, so that one is four, five, six. Plus six is twelve. Sorry, sorry that's six. Plus two is Eight. 8 tripled is... 16 is 24 from the first hit. Yep. No, more. It's just cold damage. Yep. 29 on the yep. first hit. Huh?
1: Wait, does the cold damage work against the ch- chimera? Uh,
0: yes. It's oh, not sweet. It's not a dragon. It is not... Um, Immune to cold. No, not At even least. resistant, because keep in mind, the vast majority of it is not a white dragon. The vast right. majority of it is a lion and and, I'll right, and that sort of thing uh and god why Tristan uh, wow that inspired courage becomes awesome in a hurry four five six uh Tristan fires, puts one into the goat's eye, and then the other one into the lion's neck, and the chimera goes, and flails wildly. It is not down, but it just took about 40 points of damage from that.
1: nice shooting!
0: He inspires himself, then crits for triple damage.
1: Good stuff! Okay, and now it's the chimera that I yeah. decide on the lesser problem with me, hoppy stick.
0: Yes, however, you are the one that is going to be easily in range with its full attack. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it lands in front of you.
1: Yep. Oh, that's thoughtful. And it has to. Yeah. To
0: start killing the shadow of you. And it could be. It, no, in fact, it can't hover. Yeah. So it has to land in front of you. Yeah. And then it starts. Biting and biting and goring and clawing at you. Yep. And a shitload of attacks come clawing at you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, bite, bite, gore. Yep. Uh, Versus an AC of what? 20. Miss. Hit. uh, Hit. Yep. Two claws. Hit, hit.
1: Yep. Okay. Roll it all, except for that one that missed. now it gets
0: ugly. Yeah. Good. So you've got no DR or anything like that, do you? You need to separate it? No. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20. That one missed. Uh, 31 points of damage. Yep. As it lands in front of you... And just rins at you in this flurry of teeth and fury. (laughs) Yep. And then it is you. Yep. And you get another spot check as you get here.
1: Cool. Uh, Fail. I'm I'm distracted by the being dismembered. Yep. Okay. And I will... Uh, That
0: would be Tristan nearly dead. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yep. On There's half. a reason
0: he was hiding.
1: Yeah, Kalen's on half hit points. His
0: AC is also worse, so... Yeah. <laughs>
1: well,
0: who needs AC when you have Inspire Courage plus two? Yeah. It looks very badly wounded, too. Yeah.
1: Kalen will provoke and change weapons for Gatekeeper.
0: Ooh. Interesting. You can ten foot, st- uh, five foot step back.
1: Yes, but then I can't five foot step forward and actually stab it. Uh, um, no, no, I mean I, you I, five yeah, foot yeah, step I, I understand I could stab it with the lance, but okay, gatekeeper sure is it. twice the damage of the lance.
0: Takes its primary, which is lion head. Uh, Nineteen is going to miss, isn't it? It is. So it snaps at your armor, yeah. And it, there's a <laughs> and a scree uh, of metal as it bites into your full play. Yeah.
1: And then Kalen full attacks it. Yep.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> goodbye, Mr. Chimera, I think. Uh,
1: so that's a 27 to hit. Schluck! Okay, and I will make my primary attack. We'll see if the secondary becomes relevant. Does it take acid damage in a normal manner? Yes,
0: it does. It okay. takes everything in a completely normal manner.
1: Alright, then that is a mega 12 acid da- That is a mega 12 damage. Uh, that would
0: put it to 60. It is still
1: alive. Okay. Then I attack it again, and uh, that was a good roll for the second attack. Uh, Twenty-four.
0: Yep. You smash into one of its other wings.
1: Ah, there we are. That's the that's the roll I was looking for. Nine plus eight, and another seventeen.
0: And you bisect the wing off clean. Yeah. The creature staggers and roars at you a few more times. Rawr, 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 then rolls and.
1: Yep.
0: Lies on its back, bleeding out for a few moments, and then collapses entirely.
1: Yep. And I like, take all three heads off. I, I move over to it and take all three heads off. Just, just, whew.
0: That was something you don't see every day. Ow. Uh, let me help you with that.
1: Would appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
0: with two cure moderates have 30 hit points back
1: okay now he's the fine. first
0: one was pretty crap so he used the second one
1: yeah and uh, that brings Kaelin up to 67 which is 10 only 10 under but yes two chima- after the Chimera full attack plus the hitting- getting hit with the frost damage 37 hit points yep. left I'm hardcore
0: <laughs> mm, Tristan is not hardcore compared to you yeah I think that was a good he's sp- got 38 hit points total
1: really yes ouch that's a pretty profound difference
0: Yes, he's in a D6 hit point class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's not manly. And he doesn't have super con
1: either. Does no. It? Yeah, because mm-hmm. he put it all in his in, didn't he? Uh, actually, it's that he put some in strength as well. Ah, yeah. Well, that's useful for the confidence. Eh? All right. Okay, and I will now have a proper exam.
0: I I, I ran on the theory that um, what you taught him originally when you were doing all that training with him, because you can't really teach him to have a better constitution. Yeah. Or rather the kinds of things you do, like big long runs, are less what Caelan would be doing than actual sword fighting, because that's what you were put in. So he put his strength in instead, Mm -hmm. and his strength is where his fourth fourth level points went. Sweet. Okay, so now you examine the Chimera.
1: Yes. Uh, And Tristram does
0: too. Yep. Uh, this is... Yeah, you won't find that. So, this is heal. Okay. That's a plus 10 bonus, however, because you can pretty much spend as much time as you like poking the
1: corpse.
0: Okay, 27. Okay, so Tristan sort of, you know, looks over it. I, I don't think we'll find anything of value, but... I mean, unless you want its heads as trophies or something. Uh, can't say I'd like it on my wall, but... but
1: you know? I've already got some I've I've already got that drake's head and the um I had that drake's head mounted and I've got the um old oh, crack josh or oh, shell okay
0: and you examine it uh, it already has some prior wounds on it um like it's been hit not particularly much but like two or three times with some arrows um stinging it in the back and as in literally in its in its back tail and its ass Hmm. Um, The the arrows are mostly not there anymore because they've been crushed in all the fighting and things. That's why it's not just you search it and you find them. Yeah. But when you see the wounds, you go looking and you actually find a broken arrowhead that's still stuck deep in the wound and pick it out with a sword or whatever. And, uh... uh, This is an intelligence check. So Tristan ridiculously well and passes it with ease.
1: Yeah, I got a, um... 21.
0: 31. He says, oh, so, so it's already been wounded then. And you pick it out and look at it. Yeah, you, you've definitely seen that style of arrow before. That's a, a centaur arrow. arrow.
1: Yep, they've been shooting this thing. Good for them.
0: Uh, on that intelligence check... yeah, They've been shooting at it in such a way that just happened to drive it towards you. Ah, it doesn't look like it's been shot in a particularly lethal way. It looks like it has been.
1: pissed off, say? Uh,
0: more, cha- more chased off. Yeah. A bunch of, a couple of archers have taken pretty precise shots at it, so it's going to go, rah, what's happening? Fuck this, I'm going this way.
1: It, into a direction which just happened to include me. It
0: kind of looks like the first arrow's hit it, it's yeah. gone flinch. The second arrow's hit and it's gone, now. Nah, fuck this noise, yeah. i out. Right And it's been driven off with arrows. There's presumably another dozen that have missed it to keep it moving. But yes, you think somewhere, uh, probably more than one centaur, probably not a large amount, might have driven the thing towards you. Couple of the fact that you heard shouting and things before.
1: Ah, yes, I did too.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. This chimera has been deliberately driven against you. I see. Uh, Tristan would be able to safely tell you there's no relationship between the two of them whatsoever. Coderos and centaurs have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. uh, Beyond the fact that centaurs are reasonably good at hunting them being reasonably good archers. Yeah. Uh, Loathed.
1: (laughs) Well, that's not very sporting, but it's uh, interestingly subtle. Mm Mm-hmm. And remarkably unsuccessful. We're still here. Captain Error is not.
0: And in fact, I believe at this point you will get how this works. Uh, Part of being loathed is your percentage of random encounters goes up because the centaurs are actively driving monsters towards you.
1: (laughs) Mad props. Okay.
0: So... It is not, per se, that they have gone well out of their way to find a centaur, find a chimera, rope it, and send it to chase you. Yeah. It's as one happens to be coming past, you go, well, we kind of know Kalen's over there, because we have a vague idea where he is, so...
1: <laughs> well, presumably, like, they actually have scouting parties out keeping an eye on roughly where I am. Yes. Which means that the scouting parties, you know, can... Stumble upon and you know prowling for monsters in their land. Yeah, because because and, and, having, you know killing two birds with and, and so one stone. They know where Kalen is. They with know With the know amount where the of hexes you is. explored,
0: you might have actually seen one of them at a distance. Yeah, but they know you're supposed to be out here, so they haven't accosted you in any way. Yeah, and and they absolutely haven't. They just happened to be hunting a chimera, and it happened to go east. And yeah, you
1: know, and what what a coincidence.
0: But yes, well, you are loathed, your percentage of random encounters goes up in the Gnomon Heights because the centaurs will chase monsters after you.
1: Okay, good to know.
0: Alright, and at that, you may finish exploring that hex. Yep. It is an empty grasslands hex with a dead carver in it. Yep. And you may return to farm, um, farmhold, or Elksrest, wherever you want to actually sleep.
1: Yeah, El- Elksrest would be my preference. Yep, yeah. you return to Elksrest go dun 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 <laughs>